They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Welcome back to For the Culture, the podcast where we discuss what's popping and what's relevant in the culture. My name is Michael Gervey. My name is Isaac Gall, and we got a great episode for you guys today. So, as I'm sure many of you know, if you uh, follow music like we do, the Grammys uh, announced their nominees, and yeah. the entire internet just kind of lost it. Like, this list was just terrible. Like, just the songs list wasn't that bad, but the albums list was just the worst thing I've the ever album, seen. Album list was it's just atrocious. It's, it's so abundantly clear that the Grammys are not in touch with the culture, like, especially of like rap and like hip hop. They're not in touch with culture. Yeah. And For let sure. me see. I'm trying to think of the nominees. I know Royce the 5'9 was nominated, and he should be like the last person who's nominated. Nas was nominated. Um,. Freddie Gibbs was nominated. It was mostly just like older rappers, and it just it shows how like out of touch the voters are, I guess, or the the people oh, who have for a say. Sure. Um, so just n- no albums really for the culture in there, which is uh our brand here. So we were not happy yeah, to see so that. We yeah we <laughs> uh, exactly yeah. Let me tell you. So for this episode, Michael and I decided it'd be a great idea to give you our picks for Grammy Album of the Year and our picks for Grammy's uh, rap, both Rap Album of the Year and Rap Song of the Year. First, though, we're going to go over our New Music Friday, what happened or what came out this week. Then we'll give you an underrated song, uh, Song of the Week. And then, finally, we'll go into our Grammy nominations. So, yeah. Michael, anything of note uh, you want to talk about the drop this week before I go on my rant? Um... You know, my favorite segment is always Isaac's Weekly Trash. Um, yeah. And as a guy who uh, tries to listen to new music every week that drops, um, I think it might be a big segment today. <laughs> um, it might be. I, there were not a lot of songs that I was super into. Um, not necessarily that they're bad, just weren't didn't catch my ear, I guess. Um I like the new Corday song, which I'm sure you will expand yeah. on. Um, but like, really, like, not a lot of music that's that's like my taste necessarily. But in terms of just bad music, I feel like there also is just a lot of bad music, which I'll let you have the spotlight for because I know you love trashing the bad music. I do love so. trashing bad music. So first, I'll talk about the good. I will talk about the good because you know there was some good. So. St. John, I think it was like a week or two after dropping his album While the World Was Burning, released another song with Kanye, Smack DVD. It was pretty good. Like, nothing crazy. St. John has such a unique style, and, like, I, I really do vibe with his music. Like, the song with Uzi, the song with the baby, the song with Kanye on his album, I really enjoyed those. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't listen to any more of that album at this, like, as of now. I will in the future, but... Just the features kind of drew my interest for those three songs. Uh, and the feature drew my interest again for this song with Kanye. So, r- pretty good track. Kanye did his thing. St. John did his thing. I got nothing else to say about it. Uh, Corday, The Parables. Probably the best track that came out this week. Uh, I really like it. It's a nice vibe. There were a lot of decent like vibe songs. This is another one. like A nice vibe. Nice in the car to listen to. Um... Yeah, it was just a really good track. I like what Corday's doing, the direction he's going in. I think the last two songs he dropped... Actually, he might have dropped one in between, The Parables and Gifted with Roddy. But those are the only two songs... The last two songs I can really remember. And those are both really good tracks. I'm really excited to see what he can oh, sure. give us on the next album. I think he'll really have a lot of substance because you know, like the whole Black Lives Matter thing that he was heavily involved in in uh june he was arrested at a protest in like june or july or something so i guarantee you he'll talk about that at some points uh yeah i'm really excited to see what he has 
he has for us. Um, Saba dropped two songs. They were they were really good. Uh, Saba always drops really good music. It wasn't, I'll admit, it wasn't the material that would make it on his last album care for me because that was just such a great album. But these songs had nice, like, low-key, catchy vibes. It's like, similar to the Corday one, just nice vibes. Nothing lyrically super potent like care for me but enough to suffice uh lil spirit dropped a song called serpent that might have been my favorite song of the week to be honest that was a fire song just if you never heard little spirit you probably haven't um i've only known about him for like less than a year he's really small he had a feature on the internet money album uh but yeah there's yeah there's his own song on the internet money album and yeah this song serpent is really really good so check that out if you like melodic rap uh tokyo's revenge dropped like an acoustic song nothing lasts forever it's a nice song not bad uh nothing crazy just it is what it is ybn namir i never thought i'd talk about namir when it wasn't in the trash section but he dropped the song op stoppa and if that sounds familiar it's because TikTok got it stuck in all of our heads before it even released. So, what can I say? TikTok got it stuck in my head. It's like kind of catchy, if I'm being honest. It's got he's hey, got a decent flow the on the track. It's only a minute, so the shorter the bet. That's what with a lot of these trash artists, the short they don't understand that the shorter <laughs> the better because then I don't get tired of them as easily. So Namir drops the song. That's I think it's fast. like a minute five seconds. I can take a minute and five seconds of Namir flowing nicely. That's yeah, like a solid minute five. It is. It's a decent, and some of that's like some of that's instrumental too. So really, it's like only fifty seconds so, of having to listen to Namir. So the less, the less of him possible is ideal. Like we don't, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he should just drop an instrument. If he just dropped an instrumental, boom. Yeah, if he dropped an instrumental great. under his name, it'd probably be like his best song since "Bounce Out" with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Stunner for Vegas dropped an album. It wasn't horrible, but Stunner for Vegas is one of those artists. He he's like a clone of the baby, and with the baby, it's like at some point until he switched it up, it just got so repetitive. And with Stunner, that's even more true because he doesn't switch it up at all. It just gets it, it was so repetitive towards the end of the album. Uh, LBS yeah. Keevan dropped a song with Lil Kel. Uh, that's a good song from an underrated artist. If you never heard of LBS Keevan, definitely go check him out. Check out Boston George. It's a great song. Uh, he's he's a really talented dude. Or check out V12. That is the best song by LBS Keevan. Definitely check out V12. That could be our underrated song of the week, but it's not. You get a bonus one. Oh, I know Lucky you. You know that song? I don't know this song, but I know another song by uh, LBS. LBS Keevan. Yeah, he's he's a he's Sir. a talented artist. Finally, my, he is actually he's very good, underrated. Yeah, he is. Finally, my last uh, artist, my last artist, I'm gonna put in the like the decent to good tier for like this week is the holiday, with his song that he dropped this week. It was meh, like it was the holiday. You probably know him from the Internet Money album too. He had like a he was on like what three songs on there or something. Uh, he he dropped a decent song this week. It was nothing crazy, but. It, just it was it was a rough week for music like every i feel like everything was just like nothing crazy but it was okay you know yeah nothing yeah exactly also insane drops something to note there was a young thug song when new music friday first came out and then by the time i went to listen to the songs on new music friday it disappeared so if anyone has any information as to where the young thug song with gunna and yeah (laughs) Gotti went please let me know it's not on Spotify anymore. I'll tell you that. Uh, I didn't listen That's to so the Bad weird, Bunny actually. album because you know I just didn't have time. Uh, but I thought it was worth noting because even though he's like a Spanish rapper, I still uh, enjoyed you know the album with all the letters. I don't know what it's called. It's like Y H D L M L Q or something like that. It ends with a Q and starts with a Y. But whatever that album is called, uh, I know my Spanish friend. It stands for something, and he always says it in like he says like ten words in two seconds, and can't understand what he's saying. But yeah, that's a that was a solid album, so I'm excited to listen to the Bad Bunny. Now my favorite time of the week, weekly <laughs> trash. 
So let's go. As Michael said, this is gonna be a good. It's it's a good episode. It's a good week for weekly trash. So first <laughs> off, we got a guy that Michael and I both like, but unfortunately he dropped trash this week. Five e o foreign. Um, uh, yeah, Michael loves him like more than me. Love him. Um, not as, you don't necessarily love his music, but you love him. I just love him. Uh, I I don't mind his music though. I think he he. I like his music, music. Some of it like Big Drip, Demons and Goblins, Thirteen Going on Thirty. I like those songs, but this one was just not it. I don't even know the name. It's one word, trash. Is it trust? Trust. Yeah, I knew it or sounded like trash. trash. Um, Is it trash or trust? Who no, knows? it's trust, but he it's mis- trash. You know. Okay, so yeah, he might as well just rename the song. Might as well. Like he might as well just take it off Spotify, like Young Thug. Put it back up as trash. <laughs> uh, Juicy J dropped an album. I don't even have to say nothing. Juicy J is twenty years. He's been he's been dropping trash for twenty years now. So that's uh, applaud. I applaud him for being able to make a career out of trash. Uh, the short, hustle continues. Yeah, I mean, if you can if you can keep putting that's out solid, trash man. and people will keep buying it, hey, you do you. Shoreline Mafia <laughs> dropped a trash. I think it was their deluxe. There's just trash either way. Shoreline Mafia is, um, I don't I don't want to slander them too much because you know one of their art, uh, one of their members is now uh, deceased, but and I I just I feel uncomfortable really dissing like a deceased artist that much. But the group as itself is just some of the worst rappers I've ever heard. Like I hate their music <laughs> so much. I don't know how anyone can enjoy their music. I really don't. It blows my mind that someone could possibly enjoy their music trash little baby's artist rilo rodriguez dropped an album goat in human form one of the worst probably the worst title of the year uh for an album uh originally had the worst cover of the year terrible like michael i'll show you the cover later like the original cover but like people bullied him so much that he changed the cover before release it was that bad um it was like him like the body was like a goat and but and like it's like a centaur you know how it like becomes a human i like the head yeah yeah it's like that but like goat on the body and then like rilo rodriguez's head (laughs) ew and people hated it so much that they like bullied him into making like a decent like i I actually like the cover now but like thank god he changed it like it was terrible um but yeah it was trash nonetheless hot boy (laughs) Probably haven't heard of him. He's not huge, but he dropped trash. Young Scooter dropped trash. Fujiano. These are just some low artists who probably never dropped a good song in their life. Trash. Um, yeah, that does it for my weekly trash. I could have included some more, but just weren't worthy of it. my attention, to be honest. Exactly. Uh yeah, so that's it for your weekly trash. It was this is actually a pretty quick uh new music. It was thing it was it's actually just, it's just a bad quick. week. There was so much trash that like like you have to be like de- like worthy enough to even be mentioned, but there's so much trash that so wasn't even worthy. Yeah, to like be usually we can find like an album to talk about for a decent length of time, but there just wasn't anything this week. I'm not talking about the Juicy J album or the Stunner for Vegas album. I wouldn't. No, we couldn't talk about that in length. But you know what? <sighs> Spanish artists, I kind of like them to be honest. Kind of like them. Can't understand the thing they say. It's just the, all their songs are so much fun. I, don't, I just don't understand what they're saying. Yeah, and like, I, so I, it's hard to enjoy it. I think that might add to it at some point. Like, there's positives and negatives to that. You know, it's like on the one That's hand, like when you can understand. Obviously, it's really nice to like understand the words of a song. Like, I, I don't need to explain that. But on yeah, the other yeah. hand, it's like when you can understand the words, you're just listening to the music, the beats, the instrumental. You appreciate the the yeah, beat and more. You're just, yeah, you're just vibing. So his That's, last yeah. album was no, just right. it was just a vibe and. The thing is with Spanish rappers, I don't like when they use like the signature Latin beat. You know, like the the drum pattern, the annoying drums that go do yeah, do yeah. <laughs> like the that that signature drum pattern that I think Bad Bunny had on that album I listened to. Eighteen songs, probably like <laughs> f- at least five or six of them had the exact same beat pattern, like drum pattern. So I don't like that. But when they use like Bad Bunny's using trap beats on that album, I'm like, oh, this is kind of hard. No, yeah, no. Bad Bunny can make some good music. He can. Um, um, I, just, if shout, I just no idea what he's saying. Shout out uh, my Spanish friend, Ezzy, for putting me on. Um, yeah. Shout out, Ezzy. <laughs> shout out, Ezzy. He always wears the same hat. Does always wear the same Bad, bad Bunny, Bunny hat. hat. 
Uh, Alright, now on to uh, Song of the Week. So, Song of the Week for this week is going to be a song by an artist you've... I, I'm going to say there's like a 99.9% chance you've never heard of this artist. His name is 4038. And if you're looking him up, that's F-O-R-T-Y and then the digits 38. So, at the end of July, he dropped a track called Lost... Lost by 4038 is such a good song. It is one of my favorite songs this year. Uh, it's only got 1,500 plays uh, on Spotify in yep. so November. So it's been four months, 1,500 plays. 4038 only has 1,000 monthly listeners. So definitely you know, hop on his wave. He's a very talented artist. New Day, The Chase, Chili. He's got a lot of great songs. You should, de- But I think Lost is probably his best one. So definitely... Go check it out. Michael and I love that track. Oh, de- yeah, 100% solid track. It's like an acoustic one. It's just su- it's such a good vibe. Um, and like this like this guy is just like talented. So yeah. like, check him out because he he definitely deserves like more exposure. So yeah, I definitely think like he he deserves it. Like the melodies he hit on that song were insane, especially on the chorus, like those notes. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah, like enough said. Just makes you yeah. Yeah, like he, yeah, just listen to it. What are you doing? Like, why are you, like, stop listening to the podcast? No, 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 no. After. After the podcast, definitely, like, you, you might as well just, like, queue up Lost by 4038 because, yeah. like, exactly, it's crazy. It's crazy. Trust me. You're not, you won't regret it. We'll tag 4038 in the Instagram when we post about the podcast. Follow us on the Instagram at ftc.podcast. Um, 4038, if you see the post if you happen to tune into the podcast we'd love to have you on yeah, the you, podcast so we would love we'd die to have you big 4038 fans so. so definitely need to definitely need to get you on the podcast man we love your music so hit us up yes, on sir. the instagram at ftc.podcast uh all right Sweet. i guess that brings us into our the main, main topic for the episode geez this is gonna be a shorter one it'll be but that's yeah. that's okay it's no okay. no I'm not, I'm not saying that bad yeah. i'm just Surprise. Yeah, so we'll have a little bit of a shorter, you know, it's a good balance, you know, so, um, but it's still being, it's still going to be good, so let's get into it. All right, so yeah, let's get into the main uh, topic for today. The main course. So, as I said at the beginning, the Grammy's uh, nominations were not well received by everyone, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So Michael and I thought, hey, why not make our own uh grammy nominations for rap album of the year and song rap song of the year and you know present them to you so that's what we're gonna do uh just to clarify this is like this is the start of our end of the year content here you know it's what is it the third last day in in november so we've really only got a month left of the year so we're gonna be starting our end of the year content yeah um but to clarify this is not our song of the year list this is not our album of the year list this is just how we think the Grammys should have gone about it. You know, like the songs we think the Grammys should have picked. Yeah, exactly. And that takes into account streaming numbers, sales, uh, hit factor, charting, as well as, you know, the quality yeah. of the song. Relevancy, obviously. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like we, we take into account a lot of things. and But it's not it's not just the quality, like what we'll have on our song of the year and album of the year. It's, it's also like charting. Yeah. All right, uh... Michael, you want to start it off? Um, album of the year. Yeah, I can start. Are we? Should we do? What do you want to do? You want to do one, 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 or? I feel like you just you just go. I just go. Um, we could talk about. We have the same two honorable mentions: Hollywood's Bleeding and After Hours. Yeah, let's just get those out right now. Uh, yeah. So Hollywood's Bleeding After Hours. We put them as honorable mentions because we don't we do, we we don't know what they qualify as. Like they're yeah. not rap albums. When you listen to them, they're just they're not rap albums. So we didn't put them on this list, but we definitely thought they deserved a nomination or like a recognition because Post Malone and The Weeknd are they're not rappers, but they're in the rap and hip hop hip hop yeah. industry. They're like in they're in the scene exactly. So they're like the friends, you know. Yeah, exa- like, exactly. And there's and their projects were so so amazing that. We had yeah. to like mention them, that we yeah, we know to. that we know how amazing like, just, they were. Just in case uh, you guys don't know, Grammy nominations, uh, they take they look at albums from, for this year it's from, 
September 1st, 2019 to August 31st, 2020. So if you hear an album that came out at the end of 2019, that's why it's in here. If you think we should have included like an album or a song that came out after then in 2020, um, that's the reason it's not on here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like I want, I wanted to include Savage Mode 2, but I had to take it off because I remembered that it came out in September. So that, I have to take that off for sure. Yeah. Next year, uh, though. But yeah. Michael, you yeah, take it away. Okay, so um I didn't so I, I didn't want to put any of the um albums that were already nominated. Um not because I didn't think that they didn't weren't deserving, but um I mean, and personally, um I haven't listened to all the projects that were nominated. Um so I can't really say whether they should should or shouldn't have been nominated, excuse me. Um but I decided, so I I have about five albums that I think definitely should have at least been considered. Um, but, I, okay, I'll just start off with um, one of the, okay, a project that originally I wasn't a huge fan of. But once the deluxe dropped, I like fell in love with the project and just everything about it. Um, and the artist himself I wasn't a huge fan of. And again, this project kind of brought that out in me. Um, and... That project is My Turn by Lil Baby. And I'm sure Solid. I'm sure Isaac also has that in his list. Um overall this project was just I think I think incredible. One of the best trap albums um this year or melodic rap, whatever. Um great features. Um it had a mix. One thing I loved about this project is it had a mix of like songs that were um more meaningful and songs that were kind of just more fun like songs like commercial and then there were songs like emotionally scarred um it kind of brought all the vibes it had everything that you kind of wanted in a project and on top of that not only was it just a well-rounded project but it it did well like it sold well it was number one for weeks it lost number one and then it got number one again later on um just everything about this project screams like amazing and i'm like blown away that this wasn't actually a nomination like some of these maybe i get this one it blows me away that it wasn't nominated um it did have i think it had a i think one of the songs on it was nominated for um rap song was is the is the bigger picture on this album no no okay then maybe no not. it was a single after unless i added like a few months later. after oh it might have been on the no delivery. no it no, no, sure? no! It it came out after the deluxe. It oh. came out. No, he. he I deluxe just came he out. Added it though. Deluxe I came out, I think, in April, like end of yeah. April, maybe. Apparently, uh, he and then the bigger picture came out like after the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, you're like, right. But he June. he added it. He added it on. Did he really? Which is yeah, he did. Which is interesting. Um, wow. Uh, but, okay. Which probably is that. just for sales, but um. Yeah, anyway, as sure. a project, I think it's definitely worth, um, or I think it should have been nominated. Um, so that's, um, my turn, little baby. Um, so am I just going to be it doing just shows you like, it shows you how out of touch the Grammys are with the culture, you know, like, yeah, this is like no, the biggest sure. album for the culture. Oh no, for sure. And like, I think like Drake said something about that, how like there were so many artists like overlooked and it like, ev- yeah. this happens every year. Like we shouldn't be surprised. Um, which is true. Like th- it actually blows me away that this project wasn't considered, um, but yeah, and honestly, this next one is the exact same for me. Um, so that's my turn by Lil Baby. And the next project that I think should have been nominated is um, by an artist that um, me and Isaac had been fans of before he dropped this project. Um, and that is Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial by yeah. Roddy Rich. Um, this, this project shares similar... Um, like pros as my turn did um it, it had just everything you'd want in a project it was unique it was different than what roddy had been doing um and it we saw that like artists like progression or um from roddy through this project and it was just incredible it had a bunch of hit songs it, it sold well um it had one of the the i think it had one of the best selling songs this year in the box um which was also nominated for rap songs of the year, but 
um, it just blew me away that this this project for sure I thought this one would at least be nominated because like this is ever there was a part um of 2020 maybe late 2019 where this is all everyone was talking about was Roddy Rich in the box and and then high fashion came out to be a popular song um and then yeah, there, there was other a point where like that, the box and this album were like fighting with Justin Bieber for song of the, the number one song on the charts and number one album on the charts and Roddy beat him in both yeah or at least not maybe not an album but I know the box beat Yummy in uh for the number one song and then he was competing with Selena Gomez for a number one album and I think she she was like crying to her fans about how oh my god it's my first yeah. album and, like, and even Roddy was like shouting years, I need number one album and she got it and he's like like good for you congrats but yeah. the fact that he the fact that Roddy Rich was able to compete with artists like Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez is ridiculous in itself and once again it shows how out of touch the Grammys are the fact yeah that no for there. sure like um yeah no that's well said perfect um but yeah please excuse me for being antisocial is my second choice um okay third choice honestly i i say this i'm gonna say this on all of the projects it i i, I really think this one should have been considered also especially because of the relevancy i think this one holds or it's tied for um um being like one of the most imp- or one of the more important projects that came out this year um and that is by the late pop smoke shoot for the stars aim for the moon um a guy that i was not a fan of i said it many times on the podcast i was never a huge pop smoke guy i never really got into his music until this project dropped even when actually even when it dropped i wasn't a huge fan it took some growing on me but i mean i think we talked about in the last episode but like this project is incredible not it has great it's just great songs great features it it did pop smoke so much good um and it also sold like it was also one of the more dominant albums later this year um, it sold fifty k just is, this week, or like it yeah. sold fifty two k this week, and it's yeah. been out for over four, almost five months. It is, yeah, exactly. That's, it has just been killing ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's exactly. Still like, killing it, like yeah, like it. It just like it. It's it's just crazy that this one wasn't nominated. Like there's just like disrespectful, honestly. Oh, for sure. I completely agree. It's it's just total disrespect. Like pop smoke is no longer with us obviously but he is his name at least is one of the biggest in the world now like everyone knows who pop smoke is and that's be that's partially because of this album i mean it's also probably because he passed away but like this out al- yeah like it's just a great project for sure definitely should have been nominated um and that's i mean that's why i'm putting it here because like it, it blows me away that it wasn't um and then okay so that's my third choice my fourth choice um this one hits close to home. This is one we also talked about in the last episode. Um, it is by the late Juice World. Legends never die. Um, I understand um, that this project wasn't necessarily received as well as I, me and Isaac may have received it. Um, we're huge Juice World fans, so it makes sense. Um, this is more okay. This is more of a personal choice, but I still think because of who Juice World was and how big of an artist he was, and how, honestly how big of a project this was and being his first um like post-death album um it was one of the best-selling first weeks of all time yeah exactly so like this is a project that i think is all like all these projects that i've been that i've been talking about i think are great projects and also really relevant this year and really like everyone knows about like everyone knows legends never die everyone knows this album everyone knows come and go wishing well like just there were so many good songs in this man of the year like up up and away um hate the other side tell me you love me smile like the list goes on every song in this project was great great excuse me and if you want to hear me go more in depth about it or me or me or isaac um check out our last week's music episode um where we talked a little bit more about um the importance of this album to us but from like a award standpoint i definitely think it should have been nominated it carries everything that a grammy nomination should have so um that's why i'm picking it um and my final um choice is 
one that um, a lot of people waited for for a long time, including Isaac. I mean, I also did, but Isaac was a a huge little Uzi guy. So there you go. It is Eternal Take. Um, And I'm not sure what to do with the deluxe. I'm just not going to include the deluxe for now because it's its own its own album in itself. So yeah. I'm just going to be talking about Eternal Take. Um, now, Isaac, we were talking before the episode um, just about what we were thinking about doing. And um, apparently the Grammys don't like Lil Uzi Vert. And and we, we not were just the Grammys. Like, yeah, award like, ceremonies don't like Lil Uzi. And like, like the AMAs, the VMAs, all these... Like, all the award shows this year, I don't know if Uzi's gotten, like, one nomination, and I think it's just ridiculous. No, that like, that's insane. Like, like, as much as I hate to admit it, Uzi is one of, like, one of the most known, like, rappers. What right do you hate now. to admit it for? I don't, I don't hate to admit it. I don't, I don't, I don't, actually. You know what? I don't know why I said that. I love to admit it, because I love the Uzi Vert, and I think this project was artists. incredible. I think it was, it was, it was a huge wait, but I think it was... I don't know if it was necessarily worth three years to wait or however long it took no. from, no. but it was, if he had dropped this like a year after, like, um, what was it? Love is rage Two, Then it would have been definitely worth it. Cause I think oh, this is a yeah. great project. Um, but, um, from a, um, like an awards, uh, standpoint, um, I just think that this project was, I just think it was great. I don't think there were many songs that were, bad on this project um i think it really carried itself um and didn't it didn't lack any anything it kind of it was it was a well-rounded solid project this one wasn't necessarily as popular as some of the other ones i mentioned but it's still i don't it didn't go number one did it do you know eternal eternal take did it go number one oh yeah it was like yeah it sold so much um probably for a while uh, two weeks right? two weeks okay. i think because so, then okay. after hours came out and yeah okay but it, it it did go number one so people received it and i i'm pretty sure um people liked it and i love it as a project and that's why i put it for because of personal um interest in it i i just this is an album where you can just hit shuffle and just whatever comes on is just a, a vibe. Like you're just going to love the song. Um, so that's why I put it because I just think it's an overall great project. Um, and that is my final choice. And that completes my rap album of the year. Grammy nominations. Um, shame on you Grammys for not at least putting one of these in there. Cause like they're all so more, I wouldn't say more, but they're all very deserving to be there. Um, and shame on you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's it. Um, so Isaac, let's hear yours. All right. Um, so I just want to start off by saying I hate the Grammys. I just want to, yeah, I just want to start off by saying that ever since, uh, I didn't even follow rap back then, but in 2013, when Macklemore won rap album of the year over Good Kid Mad City, nothing was the same, Yeezus and Magna Carta Holy Grail. That's when I knew the Grammys were just so stupid then they brought it to another level when you look at invasion of privacy by cardi b who's one of the worst rappers i've ever heard beating mac miller's swimming which was a phenomenal album yeah astroworld by travis scott another phenomenal album blows my mind nipsey hustles victory lap which was i've never been a big nipsey fan but it was a decent album oh wait like 10 times better than invasion of privacy god cardi b cannot rap for her life but <laughs> The, the uh, it was just the, it was the clout pick you know like I hate the the fact that the Grammys made the clout pick but then it feels like this year they didn't make the clout pick but they also didn't make the quality pick like I just I don't know what the direction they were going in was <laughs> like I'd rather them take like I'd rather them take a quality approach and pick like the best albums the best rap albums from this year but in the past they haven't really done that and instead they've just picked you know the the biggest clout albums this year but then this of the year and then this year they didn't do either of those things yeah you they gotta picked, be consistent let's see they picked 
Black Habits by D Smoke. What the hell is that? He is garbage. The only reason he even got nominated is because he was on Rhythm and Flow, and like he's associated with Cardi B, and you know they 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 they, they love Cardi B. I don't know why. Oh, I know. Uh, the Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Royce the Five Nine is not. He, he's twenty years past his prime. Like I don't want to hear from Royce the Five Nine ever again, to be honest. Uh, let's see. King's Disease by Nas. Better than Nas's last couple projects, but still nothing special. I could name 20 albums that should be nominated over this. A Written Testimony by J Electronica, which once again, like, decent album, but I could name 20 more that should be nominated. And finally, Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist, which actually is an incredible album, and I'll be talking about it later. So, Grammys, I'm beyond astonished that you got one right like just didn't see it coming now the trend i noticed with the grammy awards was d smoke 35 years old freddie gibbs 38 years old j electronica 44 years old royce 59 43 years old and nas 47 so why are they only picking such old artists why maybe the maybe the people who choose just like are like old old guys like. they definitely are because that's what i'm saying that's what i've been saying the whole episode and i will continue to say it the grammys are so out of touch with society yep. and what yep. people actually like listen to yep it's they're not for the it's culture ridiculous. like these these albums didn't dominate the streaming they didn't dominate the charting they didn't dominate the sales they didn't dominate the media they didn't dominate social media they didn't dominate the conversation they were just there Black Habits by D Smoke. I, I haven't heard about that album. When this, when I saw the nominations come out, I was like, "Wow, I haven't heard about that album since the day it dropped," <laughs> and probably did no numbers. No, I probably I didn't don't know either. why. I don't know what the Grammys were thinking. Um, then the Grammys. They, the tipping point for the Grammys. If there already wasn't a tipping point, the tip, the real tipping point was when they didn't know they didn't recognize xxx tentacion in the memoriam section or in the in memoriam segment yeah he was just like he was rejected by the recording academy that is the that might be the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life like that's just and disrespectful is stupid but this is disrespectful like on another level how do you like in the grammys when you look at the in memoriam section they show they show bigger artists, but they also show a lot of little artists who, like, n- most people don't know who they are. Sad was a number one song that year. He had, like, Sad probably was at a billion plays on Spotify by, by the time, like, the Grammys rolled around. And they were like, no, nah, let's just not, let's not recognize him. Uh, apparently, it was because of his history of domestic violence. But he's, the, the man was a massive rapper and the man died. He I don't care about his domestic violence. I don't care. I you're su- you're supposed to recognize him. That's I think it's just ridiculous that. Yeah, like you got to. Like, he's rec- one of the yeah. biggest artists. He's one of the biggest artists in the world, and you were just declined oh. to recognize that he died and say like a quick rest in peace to XXX Tentacion. I didn't yeah, realize no. that was such a big deal for you guys. Like, for honestly, sure. just hate the Grammys. Now. On to what should have been the nominations. Michael, you had a very solid list. I will give you that. I have a few things I would change. Did you include five albums or six? I did five. Okay, I did six. Uh, But I did five new ones. I I still put Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs on there because that to me right now is album of the year. Like there's nothing. I don't think there's anything that's going to top that unless something drops out of nowhere. Uh, Freddie Gibbs back to back album of the years for me 2019 with Bandana and 2020 with Alfredo uh, he's worked with now Madlib on the 2019 one and now The Alchemist two of the best producers ever so you know that production was going to be A1 on this album and it was the rapping on songs like 1985 Frank Lucas uh, the one with Tyler the Creator I think it's called Something to Rap About incredible songs definitely worthy of the Grammy nomination. If it doesn't win, I will, I will lose my, like I will flip. Like I, it's ridiculous. It would be ridiculous if it doesn't win. The only quality album that they, that they decide to nominate, like realistically compared to the albums on my list, the other albums that were nominated besides Alfredo are trash. Like, 
they're all trash. So, yeah, Alfredo better win. Now, on to my five nominations. First, I just want to say, unfortunately, Juice World did not make my list. Um, it's not due to... It's not due to my opinion on the album. I thought the album wow. was incredible. Just like you, I love the album. I listen to songs on that album every day. Uh, the street, the, the sales were there. The charting, the charting was kind of there, but it really took a, it took a dip very like shortly after release. It did. Whereas an album like Pop Smoke, uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon is still putting up crazy numbers. Juice Worlds isn't really doing that. Uh, but that's obviously not my only determining factor. I really enjoyed it, but I feel like nobody else did. I really just everywhere I look on like yep, social media and TikTok, blogs, all those places, everywhere just says it's his worst album. It was a bad album. The only the only thing I have against the album was that little baby just put a bunch of leaks on the album. Like he did not put together a great album from that standpoint. But I still really enjoyed the album. What can I say? Like it was a good album. No, but yeah. It was more Just of a personal choice. Couldn't give anything. it the nod at the Grammys, unfortunately. Uh, so here's now. Now I'm getting into my five nominations. So first, it's gonna see. It's gonna sound very similar to Michael's. It, actually, it's gonna be almost exactly the same. I got shoot for the stars, aim for the moon. Like Michael and I didn't talk about this, but it's just obvious. It's so obvious to us what the nominations should be. We made pretty much the same list. Exactly. So. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, Pop Smoke, one of the biggest albums of the year, still doing crazy numbers five months after release, massive hit songs, Dior got on the, technically was added as a bonus song, so I'll include that, Dior, For the Nights, Mood Swings, Going Crazy, uh, the Deluxe had some nice songs like Hello, uh, it, was, it was a really good quality album, I didn't even list like the best tracks, Something Special, The Woo, What You Know About Love, Gangstas, uh, some other songs that I'm just completely blanking on right now. Probably, it was it a really good quality album. What? The list goes on and on. The yeah, the list goes on. So it was a really good quality album, and I I think the fact that it wasn't nominated is just ridiculous. My turn, little baby. The number one selling album of the year just doesn't get nominated, and they think that's okay. It is the number one selling album of the year. It went number one when it came out. And then I think three or four months later, it just went back up to number one for some reason for four weeks just because the album was that good. Lil Baby has been one of the best artists of the year. And the fact that this album didn't get nominated is just, that's the most ridiculous of all because like it literally was the number one selling album. How do you, I don't know how you can't recognize that, but you're going to, you're going to recognize someone like <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion is probably going to win Rap Song of the Year. She's going to win Rap Performance of the Year. Wouldn't surprise yeah. me if she won Artist of the Year. That's and the like, cult pick. It's mostly due to her numbers and her charting and her sales. But, like, she's terrible. She is a horrible rapper. I never want to listen to her. If Meg the Stallion never made a song again, I would be so happy. Like, I would, I would cry tears of joy if I never had to hear from her again. But she's going to win all the awards not due to talent she is the most talentless person on the planet but she's going to win so many awards and you're not even going to nominate little baby who had the sales and the charting just like meg but also had talent you're not going to nominate him so i just think yeah it, it, i could talk about this for a long time how terrible meg the stallion is it's i think it's just ridiculous um third nomination Please excuse me for being antisocial. Or I guess fourth nomination if you include Alfredo. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Roddy Rich had the biggest, uh, biggest charting song of the year with the box. Had high fashion. Had a lot of really quality songs. Yeah. Dominated the charts. Like what more is there to say? It should have definitely should have been on here. Songs like War Baby, God's Eyes, Tiptoe, Start with Me. I could go on forever. It had a lot of great songs on here. And I think the fact that it wasn't nominated was just, once again, pretty disrespectful. Um, let's see. Eternal Take, obviously. Uzi is one of my favorite artists ever. And he kept us waiting for a long time and then some before he finally decided to put out Eternal Take. And it wasn't, I wouldn't say it's worth the wait, like worth the two and a half to three year wait, but it was still a great project. I still, it came out in March 
and I still play songs from that album every single day. Uh, it was a great, great album. Had the charting numbers and sales sales numbers to back it up. But, you know, the Grammys, just like every other award show, just blacklist the Uzi Vert for some reason. Just, I don't know, is it because he's, like, weird? <laughs> is it because he's a weird personality? I don't know. But the fact that you're going to blacklist one of the be- biggest artists of the year is just... It, it hurts my heart. And then finally... Since I we would have the same list if I had included Legends Never Die, but I had to throw in Circles by Mac Miller. Uh, Solid that choice. was that's one of the best albums of the year for sure. The fact that Mac Miller, who's an incredible rapper and just an incredible artist all around, was able to make like an an entirely no rap album, pretty much. Like there's there's l- very very little rapping on the album. It's a lot of singing, and it was still one of the best albums of the year and incredible music. That's so impressive to me, and it had the numbers, it had the once again the streams of sales, but it it doesn't matter with the Grammys, I guess they're just gonna put dinosaurs on this list instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess Circles definitely should have been nominated. I'm just I'm flabbergasted that it wasn't nominated. Now there's a word for you, flabbergasted. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are my those are my nominations. I solid choices. Thank you. I yeah, you too. I mean, we pretty much have the same ones. We did kind of have the same list. Yeah, but but I know we'll have a different list for rap song of the year. So for this next segment, which will be our final one, the Grammys actually didn't do that horrible of a job. No, they did. Uh, they actually did pretty good. I'm 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 actually surprised by how good. Um, like they it wasn't did. great. It wasn't great, uh, but it, was it wasn't than, bad. So yeah, let's see. There were five songs. Savage horrible song but had the numbers so okay the bigger picture one of the best songs of the year for sure definitely probably probably my rap song of the year um the box also one of the best songs of the year laugh now cry later great song massive and then rockstar which was one of the biggest songs of the year like roddy had a crazy year so at least at least they were consistent they had they had popular songs here they had a lot of popular good songs aside from savage uh yeah they had a lot of great great songs so i'm i i I applaud grammys for the most part on this front that is until megan the stallion comes out and beats all these incredible songs with her garbage (laughs) when she wins then i'll say the grammys did a horrible job yep but I'll, i'll give the grammys the benefit of the doubt for a couple months until we see how they how they're gonna mess it up somehow yeah, we'll see. Uh, you want to go over your songs of the year? So, bef- before sorry, before I give it to you, we just want to say uh, we did not. We wanted to not include any of the songs on this list uh, yeah. that were on song of the year. So I def- like the bigger picture is probably my rap song of the year, but I didn't include it on my list because you know we wanted to come with something different, some something fresh. So yeah, yeah Michael, take it away. No, yeah. Just to reiterate, yeah, there were definitely songs that are actually nominated that were deserving of their nominations and would have made my list. Um, but we wanted to, you know, just kind of add in more songs that we think sh- could have been yeah. there, should have been there. Did you uh, Did you put six or five? I have six songs here. And I the- have six too. Sweet. Okay, so I'm going to start off um, with one that m- first I'm going to say it makes sense that this one wasn't nominated because it kind of got popular after nominations were happening. Um, and my first song of the, I'm going to have to go with um, mood by 24 K golden and Ian Dior. Um, I mean, this is like the biggest song right now. Um, it took the, it just, it's everywhere. Go on any social media. You'll find this song playing in some video. Someone's talking about mood. Someone like, this song is massive and it's deserving of it. I think it's an incredible song. When me and Isaac uh, like listened to it the day it came out, yeah, um, we knew this was just going to be a big song. It just has everything you need to be a successful song, and it's like yeah, just a good sure. song. Like I love that song. The Great day it song. came out, I loved it. I still Great. love it. It's getting a little old, but um, yeah. Um, and it came out like a week before nominations. I think they're on September first. This came out July no. twenty something that's a month and a week okay a month and a week but it wasn't like a big song until like more recently no i know what you mean it it 
it came out near the end of kind of the it's like yeah it's like when you drop an album in december you know people like just kind of push it to the next year yeah exactly so eh, you know it's fine um but i definitely think mood could have been there if if they put it there i wouldn't have been mad i think it would have been a good choice me too um okay so now next song um, which is one that definitely should have been there, and I'm kind of surprised it wasn't because this was. I think this is one of the. Um, I mean, all of these are massive songs, but this song especially, like everyone was singing this song. This song was on the radio. This song was so popular, it like built this man's like future. Um, I'm talking about Jack Harlow. About, yeah, what's popping? Jack Harlow was. I, w- I don't want to say a nobody, but definitely not who he was now. Um, like this song was also was not popular at the beginning but it blew up this song came out like long i think when did the song come out like march like march Earlier, february like, maybe yeah something like that um and it didn't it didn't get popular till later in the year um i mean it just blew up um it is honestly in my opinion one of the greatest beats like I'm not great. I don't want to say greatest beats ever, but one of my favorite beats ever. I think one of the greatest trap beats in a long time. Yeah, it is so catchy and just like yeah. when you're when someone's flowing on the what's popping beat, you just like nod your head and you're just so into it. Oh yeah. Um, that's why I love this song so much, and it sold like crazy. Everyone was talking about this song. Everyone was singing this song. It was so popular that they made a remix with Tory Lanez, the Baby, and Lil Wayne, which is arguably better than the original um but just incredible song had the numbers um so that's why i think it definitely should have been one of the nominations um my next choice my third one i'm going with another song that was super popular throughout the year um with by one of the biggest artists um in the world um and with an artist that i'm not necessarily a huge fan of but that is Life is Good with Drake and Future. Um, and me and Isaac, we talked about this one. Um, and we were like, it's surprising that this song wasn't there because, I, mean, I mean, there is a Drake song already nominated, so maybe that's why. Um, but this song was super popular when it came out with the beat switch. It had Future is like a very, very big trap artist. I don't like him, but he's, he's there. Um, and Drake's Drake is always... Um, but this this is another song that just did numbers. Like this song just like sold like crazy. It was streamed like its numbers. I think on, it's, I think on Spotify it's got half a billion streams. Um, like this song, it deserves to be there. Um, I'm this is one that I'm not necessarily a huge fan of. It's not a song that I necessarily listen to on repeat. Like what's popping mood? Those are songs that I did listen to on repeat. Life is good. I'd listen to here and there, but I, I still recognize it as a song that definitely should have been nominated. Um, and I wish the Grammys did too, because it, it is deserving of that spot. Um, okay, so now I have my fourth choice. And when I'm looking, or when I'm making my list for rap song of the year, I I wanted to look at songs that were good in quality um, and that were really successful. Because I think those are really important um, aspects of choosing or giving an award to a song. Um, you gotta, it's gotta be a good song and it's gotta have done well. I think those are super important factors. And I think one, one thing that's kind of overlooked is if a song isn't popular or it doesn't necessarily sell as much, um, you can't nominate it unless it's important, unless it has some sort of aspect that gives it some meaning that people can, can kind of connect with. And it, 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 it has like an underlying message and my next choice is one like that. It was it didn't necessarily sell a huge amount. It wasn't streamed a lot, but I think it is an incredible song, and I think the meaning behind it is so powerful that I had to put it in here. Um, for our mid-year awards, I had it as I think feature of the year, um, and that is "Letter to Nipsey" um, with Meek Mill and Roddy Rich. Um, I I I still play this song. Um, and it is just so catchy. It's it. I respect it's powerful. That pick the lot. meaning behind it um, is strong. Like Nipsey, clearly was, you know, I was never a huge Nipsey fan. I didn't really know who he was, honestly. Um, but this song just shows like 
people loved Nipsey and he was so like meaningful to people and I think that that's why I think this deserves to be nominated because of just the the importance of it and just like the meaning behind it um and it kind of um I don't I don't really know how to put it but it kind of just like sent Nipsey away in like a peaceful way he like passed in a peaceful way with this song this is like his like his I don't know like I don't even know where I'm getting at with this but just it completed Nipsey like his legacy complete with this song I don't know um it did him well and I think it it uh definitely should have been or could have been nominated and my next choice I have we've two more um this one is my favorite trap song of the year um it is just a banger it is a, like just if you play us at a party you're gonna have the biggest rave ever because this song is so catchy and I remember I wasn't sure I think me and Isaac had listened to this to get we did we did listen to it together and I just remember when it when it came on I was just dancing it was like 2 a.m and I was just dancing around my house listening to this oh. song because <laughs> of how like hype and like amazing it was um the song is commercial by Lil Baby featuring Lil Uzi Vert Such this a song is just a banger like that's all like I think it did pretty well in terms of selling or streams, I guess. Um, I don't. It wasn't the most popular song. I think near the beginning it was, and then other songs kind of took over. But um, this song is just so much fun to listen to. Like you, you play it, and then your your head just starts banging like naturally. It's like instinctively. Um, so I had to put it on here. I think it's just such a fun song to listen to. Um, and I think it just checks all the boxes for me. Um, so that's that's my fifth nomination. And my last and final nomination is one that I'm still kind of considering if I really should have put it here. But I thought I'd put something that wouldn't necessarily, or actually 100%. If Lil Uzi Vert isn't getting attention from the Grammys or award shows, this guy certainly isn't. Um, and that is the brother himself, Takashi 69 I am putting <laughs> Gooba as my sixth and final nomination. No way. This song hit, just took the world by storm. I remember 6 9 came out. Everyone didn't really know what was going on. He was put on like house, or it was put on like house arrest because of his asthma or something. Not house arrest, whatever. He was on like bail in his house. Um, and everyone was kind of wondering what was going on with him. Like what was the next step for 6 9 If he even was going to be alive the next week. And then his birthday came around and he decides to drop gooba which was his first song since um or since he was like let out of jail um and in terms of quality this does not check the box this isn't the most technically difficult song it's not necessarily super impressive but it is just okay first of all it's hype like when you play this song you just like you get so hyped it's like commercial except not as um good of a song but I just like the amount of publicity and relevancy this song had alone is what um, like makes me want to put it as a nomination. Everyone was talking about Takashi at this time. Everyone was talking about Gooba. It was it was being played everywhere. I remember like playing in the car like a hundred thousand times because that's all everyone was listening to. Um, it's still doing okay. I mean it. Uh, I remember Isaac. Do you remember if it got number one? I, I, I remember Which that one? it did. Gooba get number one? No. In, in the end, no. It didn't, right? It was like number two behind. Um, it was like cheated out of it based on like yeah. I, I don't even know. There was a whole exactly thing, like, so a whole, like a scandal or something. Exactly. So it, it definitely could have been number one. It, I think it deserved to be number one. It sold like a number one song, um, and it, I think it, I think it's his best selling first week. I mean. It, 100% is um and like it's not I wouldn't say it's necessarily the greatest choice and the Grammys 100 million trillion percent would never nominate this song or a Takashi song ever but no um, they couldn't do but, it they just they, they couldn't yeah they would <laughs> if they're not yeah if they're not nominating Lil Uzi Vert they're definitely not nominating Takashi so but I'm putting Gooba in I think it would have been a fun nomination I think people would have loved it um and that's my uh, those are my rap songs of the year. Um, 
I wish the Grammys put a couple of these in. I like their I like most of their choices and I can see why most of their choices were made. Um so I'm not as mad about this one, but yeah. Um yeah, that's that's what I got. Yeah, you had some really really solid selections. I really like that list. Uh we have a couple of the same ones, but for the okay. most part uh we have different lists, which is going to be, you know, it's going to be good and entertaining. Um yeah. But yeah, I really I, I found the addition of six nine in your list interesting. Uh, <laughs> I was de- that was the last thing I was expecting. Um, but yeah, the Grammys they they literally could not not they couldn't acknowledge no. him because like, never. No, they couldn't. Uh, never. Even though he's better than like almost every single f- mainstream female rapper out there and some male <laughs> ones too. Uh, but they would they fact. they just couldn't nominate him. Um, God, yeah. So I got. Two of the same as Michael, which are Mood, which incredible song. As Michael and Michael said, he and I, when we first heard it, we knew it was gonna be a hit, but it just didn't have the long term. It didn't have the ability to be a big hit long term. Like if this song had come out in maybe February, I think it'd be nominated. Uh, like I think it's safe to say it would have been nominated. It just didn't have the time, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. And what's popping? Obviously, like I'm surprised it didn't get nominated. This was one of the biggest songs of the year. The remix was like one of the best songs of the year. It was incredible. Every single verse went so hard. This is one of the hard. It's probably the hardest song of the year besides like commercial and a couple others. Yeah, I can completely agree with that for sure. Uh, yeah, I think I think it definitely deserved a nomination and really blew up Jack Harlow. And I'm really happy it did. But I'm shocked it didn't get a nomination. Which I, it doesn't make me mad because like most of the nominations besides like Savage were good, but just kind of surprised, you know. Yeah, it's surprising. Now on to my four other nominations. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna do five more just because you had a couple like significant picks like importance and not necessarily the streaming numbers. So I'm gonna go with a couple of those. Uh, so first up, I got "Whoa" by Lil Baby. This uh, I wanted to include the little pic- the bigger picture, but you know, obviously it was already on the list, so I couldn't. But I knew I had to put Lil Baby on here. Uh, I could have put "We Paid." It had the numbers and like the streaming and sales and charting to do it. But honestly, I just I'm not a big fan of "We Paid." Just not really my style for the most part. Like I can vibe to it sometimes, or like it's it's a banger, but it's just not my style. But whoa, whoa! Did crazy numbers, and it's just a really such such a catchy song. Hundred percent. Like for there was a month straight where all I was like going was like whoa, whoa, you know, like none of you guys are flying. <laughs> same, to me. honestly, same. Such That'd a good fun. song, so catchy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go through this pretty quickly to be honest. Number two, Blueberry Fago, Lil Mosey. Uh, went crazy crazy on tiktok like i'm talking crazy uh and then Lil mosey finally put it out after it started to die down and it kind of just went right back up uh not necessarily on tiktok but on charting like he got i think this is definitely his first top 10 single uh really impressive uh for Lil mosey to have a top 10 single and this is definitely one of the biggest songs of the year everyone was going like everyone everyone was singing that hook so I definitely think it could have been nominated. Sure. Um, I got Wishing Well by Juice World. Oh. Massive song this year from one of the biggest artists of the year. Um, yep. The definitely the best song on the album. I think I don't really think you and I are gonna no, have any completely agree. I almost that. put it on my list. Yeah, like it was it was a massive song. Did the charting, did the streaming. Uh, the only reason like people don't like it as much is because it leaked long before, which I can understand. But nonetheless, still an incredible, incredible song. Definitely deserve to get some recognition. And now my two like really significant picks. Number one, I got "Good News" by Mac Miller. This is definitely the most beautiful song of the rap song of the year. Uh, it was just one of the one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Like it was just. The beat, the drum pattern, the melodies that Mac Miller was hitting, the notes, the singing. Oh my God, this song is just like heaven. It's it's like, it was Mac Miller's first song since he died. So it was like he is just, it's like looking at what Mac Miller's been doing for the past year in heaven. 
you know yeah that's really what the song felt like when i was listening to all like almost six minutes of it it was it was an emotional listen like it was that's a crazy song uh definitely the most beautiful song of the year and one of the best songs of the year for sure and finally seven wishing for a hero by polo g i was gonna Uh, put that i'm so this is the one i just added uh that's the one i added when you when you were hyping up your uh i don't remember which song it was but you were hyping up one of them and i was like oh he's gonna put wishing for a hero and then you didn't so i was like okay i might as well uh the the significance of the song can't be stressed enough you know the lyricism uh just the substance that he's talking about so impactful and important especially in today's society and i think the grammy should definitely recognize that and i would not be mad at all if they put this song in uh did his thing on the song it was in my opinion his best song to date probably um for sure and I don't really think that's a debate either. Just like the Juice no. World on Legends Never Die. I don't think yeah, no, Wishing for right Hero is incredible. BJ the Chicago Kid. The vocals were beautiful. The oh, way the song ended with like, the way it ended with like Polo G's little sister calling saying, like, you finally made it, you're the goat. Just kinda brings the whole album together. And yeah, incredible song. Incredible lyricism. Yeah, for Nothing sure. Nothing else for me to say. Uh those yeah. are my picks for if I wasn't going to include the Grammy Song of the Year nominations, what my nominations would be. Uh, nice. Michael gave his before. Both great lists. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's really going to do it for the episode. Um, we're going to be back with more uh, end-of-the-year content next week. Make sure to follow social media at ftc.podcast on yeah. Instagram. Follow the podcast on every platform, Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, I guess. Yeah, just check us out. Make sure to oh, yeah, for shoot sure. us a DM, comment on the post, what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to see. Um, yeah. Let us know if you liked Lost by 4038. Incredible song. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. Um, Yeah, and um, just uh, want to add in a quick thing. When you guys are listening to the podcast, hopefully you're still listening right now. If you are, thank you for listening. And also, it would do us so much if when you just share the podcast on your story on instagram yeah um just like us it takes two seconds you just click the three dots hit share instagram story sent it's like it takes two seconds but it does us so much just gets us out there more um and we'd really really appreciate it if you do that and if you tag us we'll put it on our story too we'll put it we'll put it back hey you we know will. like we, we, will. we we respect the the love um and we we appreciate it so thanks guys so much uh, this has been For the Culture. My name is Michael Gervy. My name is Isaac Gall, and we are For, For the, the culture. culture. Thank you.